Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is your friend Adam, and today, yes, today, again, I am going to take a sip of water, and I'm talking to myself. I may have to stop for a few more sips. I have a little bit of a sore and dry throat today. I hope I'm not coming down with anything. It's a little, little scratchy back there. Uh, but hopefully you won't catch it through the uh, through your speakers or whatever that you're listening through. There's got to be speakers no matter what you're listening through. I don't know what I'm saying. <clears throat> so hopefully the only thing you'll catch is some cool vibes and maybe some new thought processes for the old brain stem and all those little electrical pulses firing everywhere. Pew, pew. That's what they sound like. You just can't hear them because they're all so, so small and thin and you have other thoughts going on. Yep, that's how that works. Um... So anyway, what I want to talk about today was selfish acts of kindness, and not only just what you can do, but also uh, a couple of thoughts I had, like kind of what, what stemmed this whole thing, because uh, recently I was led to believe that selfish, act, that selfish acts of kindness were a bad thing, uh, and it really kind of threw me for a loop, because while well, I don't know if I ever really thought of them as selfish acts of kindness I only ever just thought of them as acts of kindness and and you know the, the idea is like you do it because it makes you feel good you do it because it helps other people um now I think there are some other acts that are more selfish than others but either way it does good like people who donate to charities because they want the publicity okay well that may not exactly be the their heart saying like I want to help people it's still something good you know, like, no matter how you look at it, they did a good thing. They did a nice thing, even if it was for them. It was still a kind thing to do. It was still a helpful thing to do. So, I should probably, you know what, let's just go back a little bit. Let me kind of tell you where this came from. Um, so, I was speaking to a colleague a little while ago. Um, he's somebody who's been in the business way longer than I have. Uh, and he's also somebody who... Um, He's always reading. He's always listening to audiobooks as well. He uh, he loves studying psychology. He loves understanding people. Uh, he's very good at. Uh, I think he's an android personally. I think uh, <laughs> I think he uh, I think he's really good at mimicking other people. He's really good at trying to manipulate how they're feeling. Uh, and I used to not trust him because of that because I knew I realized that about him very quickly is that because he studies a lot of this stuff, I mean, he didn't, he, when I say he studies, he, he didn't go to school for it, at least that I know of. I think he went to school for film, actually. Um, but, like, he's very fascinated, and he loves understanding it. And, again, our job has to do with sales to some degree. So he wants to know how to talk to people and how to approach them, and if they're feeling a certain way or if they say certain words, he can kind of reel them into a different direction and maybe have a better way to convince them that something they want is something that they want. Or to, if they're having doubts in themselves, to help them assuage those doubts. Um, and so I think even in that case, maybe it's not so much that, although he is a self-admitted control freak, I don't know if it's all necessarily because he wants to be in control, although I'm sure that's a big portion of it. Um, but it's also because he knows that if he knows some of those things, then there's more people that he can get through to who otherwise may be a little bit too... You know, not to sound mean, but maybe too thick to understand what he's saying, or maybe just too set in their ways to yield on anything. Um, because when you're teaching, even if you're selling, when you're teaching outside of the people that you just... No matter what, you're always selling somebody something. Even if you're not uh, selling them a product, you're selling them an experience, or you're selling them on something that you want them to try. Even if it's in your day-to-day -day life, you have to sell somebody on the movie that you want to go watch. You have to sell them on the game that they should buy. 
Um, so, like, I can see that there's, there's some strong... Um, I understand why he is, is fascinated with it, because you do it all the time. Now, again, I think a lot of it is also because he likes control in his personal life, and who doesn't want a little control? But, you know, he's been around for a little while, and um, I approached him recently uh, about uh, some some colleague, uh, another colleague that I work more closely with, that I see more, on a more regular basis. Uh, this colleague and I, uh, let's call him uh, colleague number two, and I... Uh, clashed a few times and uh we found that communicating to one another is difficult we found that uh approaching one about a problem that we may have with them uh for whatever reason just doesn't work i can only speak my to my own personal feelings but i always fought with this particular individual that while they say they want me to approach them directly if there is an issue or if there's a uh, if there's something a concern anytime that that has happened then they would go take it to the boss and then complain or they would um Conversely, if I took it to the boss and said, hey, you know, I'd like to talk to so-and-so about this and that, then what happens is there's like a game of telephone and my boss will only say parts of what she thought she heard and that's a whole thing. So, you know, I, I've been trying to ease things over because I genuinely do want to have a good relationship with this person and we've, um, we've, uh, we have a good rapport and we have a lot in common, but just I think our work ethic is are, are two different animals. They're two different spirits that always clash. Like, he likes one part of the job, I like another part of the job. He's more of a, I wouldn't say that I'm not a free spirit, but he's more free spirited in like the fun part of the job where I'm trying to keep things a little bit more structured, even though I also like the fun. But because I'm trying to think more like what's going to make the studio successful and what's going to make our business successful. Um, I think he and I just have different ways that we want to do things, and then we tend to clash a lot. Um, so I approached this gentleman that caused me to think of this whole selfish act, selfish acts of kindness. Man, that is a hard thing to say quickly. Selfish acts of kindness. We'll just call them uh, SA, SAOKs. No, how about SAKs? We'll just leave out the ups. So SACs. We're, <laughs> we're talking about SACs. <laughs> so anyway, so these SACs we're talking about. Um he he explained to me well what what the conversation eventually came to not to give you the whole kit and caboodle but um the conversation came to where i had said you know i have been trying to um kind of plant some seeds of trying to get this person that i've been having issues with not frequently but but it happened enough that i was worried that another one would boil up you know kind of like how like you just bury things because you don't want to deal with it or you think it's minute enough that's just going to pass and more and more things start to compile that annoy you and to the point where you just you guys fight well that's what happens with me and this other guy we we eventually just things boil until we get into a big argument <clears throat> so i brought this up to this let's just call him the coach employee one let's call him coach right just so i don't don't keep mixing you up so this coach, this guy's been around for a while. I said, hey, I have been trying to find ways to help this employee uh, with certain numbers or to ask them for help in certain ways, things that would um, kind of help bridge a little bit more of a stronger uh, relationship between the two of us and make him feel like I am trying to be helpful and not get in his way uh, and to show that I, in good faith, want to have a good relationship with him. And the coach said something to me that, uh, I mean, maybe I'm misunderstanding it to a point, but he certainly delivered this message as if it were a bad thing. He says, you should just do something good because you know what's good for them. If you do it even because it's good for the both of you, it's selfish. And I thought, 
what? And and again, I guess if you if you think about it like technically, like that's where we get the selfish acts of kindness, aka sex. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'll never not be funny to me now. Um, I realize that technically, on a verbiage term, on just a philosophical term, yes, if it has to do with you, there was some level of selfishness in it. I get that, you know. But it's it, he kind of delivered it as like, do it just for him, not for you. But I've always thought it as a we thing, like W-E, <laughs> like us as a we, as a group, as a unit, not just a me or not just a you. Now, I do like to help people uh, because, I, because I know that they could use the help or because they seem like they could use a hand. You know, if I see somebody struggling with the door or if I see somebody who, you know, not to toot my own horn, but recently I was in, I was in the city of Pittsburgh and, um, there was a lady who was hunched over this little wheelie bag thing and she was like pushing it very slowly down the street. She was going for several blocks and eventually I ran over and I was like, ma'am, like, do you, can I help you with that? And she only had maybe like another half a block to her car, but I found out she has mobility issues and she was leaning down to push this little cart thing that was like, it's so low to the ground. I felt so terrible she didn't have a higher bag to lean on. Uh, but she has mobility issues and she was just she was using it to support her but the poor thing had to bend all the way over just like maybe like a half a foot from the ground to push this thing just to give her something to lean on and you know i i was like well gosh you know i that sucks and um so anyway i got her to her car and everything and uh put her stuff in her trunk she was on her way big you know big no big deal you know, and I felt good afterwards, and it, I also felt good because I got to interact with another human being. I got to meet somebody. Uh, you know, we didn't expla- exchange pleasantries too deeply. Um, you know, poor thing was in a hurry and already had to move things slower than she probably would like to. Um, but it was just nice to interact, and she was very nice and very sweet to me and very grateful, and then she went on her way, and then maybe I'll never see her again. Um, and my initial reaction to go do that wasn't, oh, I want to feel good right now. You know, it was like, she looks like she needs help. But at the end, I felt good. And I was like, ah, man, I'm glad I did that because she got to get to her car sooner. You know, I think maybe the interaction was nice for her. I don't know. Um, that also felt good for me. I was I was excited, again, to interact with somebody and to offer my assistance because I'm able-bodied and she, you know, obviously wasn't nearly as much as I was. Um, was that selfish? I mean, maybe to a degree. But I don't know if I've ever thought of it that way. Um, so as I like to do, as you guys all know, sometimes I like to open up different web pages while I'm doing the podcast and look up some of these things. And I have a couple of different web pages up here that uh, have like, I literally just typed in selfish acts of kindness because I was I was unsure about like if people had like mean thoughts about it or if that was a normal term. It turns out that the very normal term that maybe I just hadn't thought of. Um, and some of these were interesting, uh, and not to deviate from the coach's response, but, you know, essentially he just made me feel like if you're not doing it, he just made me feel bad. It made me feel terrible to think, like, if you do it because you want to feel good, then you're selfish. And, like, the way he said it really made me feel like like I'm a dickhead because I want to feel good when I'm done, like, helping someone. Like, I, yeah, I guess, like I said, technically that's selfish, but, like, why does that make me feel so bad? Like, I think he really, you know, I typically don't let him get to me all that much, but this one really kind of snuck past my barrier there and really kind of stabbed me in a place that I haven't quite recovered from. And, uh, you know, him being the psychologist, you know, enthusiast that he is, I don't know if that was his intent or not, but, um, you know, uh, you know, props to you there, coach. You got me on one of them because that one, that one hurt a little bit. Um, 
and uh, I'm frankly, I'm a little pissed off about it. Um, but I actually feel better now that I looked up some of these things because I type in uh, selfish acts of kindness onto Google here or sax. Uh, you know, just for fun, I'm gonna type in sax just to see see see, see what happens. Oh, it's just taught, showing me different streets or places called Sax. See, Sax Fifth Avenue. Okay, well, I'm done with that. I don't care. Apparently, it's a luxury department store. See, well, that wasn't even fun. Anyway, so, uh, like, so one of them actually brought up yeah, that Quora or Quora. I never know how to pronounce it. Q-U-O-R-A, that little one where you just ask people questions and, like, somebody can answer if they feel like it. Um, somebody said... You know, is this is a kind is kindness for selfish reasons still kindness? And I thought, well, that's kind of where I'm at. Is that is that still kindness? Yeah, because I I'd always thought it, it was. I don't know if I've ever thought of the word selfish. Like I I even if you volunteer at a soup kitchen and you do it because you want to feel good, it's you're still volunteering your time to a soup kitchen. So like I think I don't know. I think maybe this coach wasn't exactly trying to make me feel bad about it, but like he kept delivering it. He, he would come back a lot and say. That's still selfish. You're still being selfish here. Do it because it helps this person, not because it helps you. And then the situation that I brought to him was, I want to help us have a better relationship. I want to help us feel more comfortable around one another. I want to help the two of us feel like a camaraderie. I want us to feel like we can trust one another. I want to build trust. Now, he did have some good points on building trust and how, uh, I can't remember exactly how he put it. It's been a little while since we've had the discussion. Uh, at least it feels like it's been a little while. I guess it's only been like a week and a half, but um, he said something along the lines of like, like trust. Trust is predictability. People trust you because you're predictable. People trust you because they can rely on you to be a certain way at a certain time, whenever they need it. So if they rely on you that you're the guy that always, uh, like this is a silly example. If you're the guy that always brings the, the case of beer to the party. Every time there's a party, you're the one that brings the same thing. Every single time there's a party, you bring a 24-pack or whatever. Or if they trust you, that you're always the one that picks up so-and-so. You're always the one that um, they can call upon. Not because they know that you know, you're a good person, but because they know that you'll be there for them. Because it's predictability. They can predict that you will be a certain way. And so he says to build trust, you need to come up with a new way to be predictable. So trust doesn't happen overnight because there has to be a certain level of predictability like i guess i come up with the example before is like you know how jeopardy and wheel of fortune are always on in the same time wheel of fortune is always on after jeopardy so at the first time you saw jeopardy and you're like oh this was cool and the wheel of fortune comes on after and you're like oh that was also cool i hope it's on the same time tomorrow or next week or whatever and then every single day the same things comes on at the same time no matter what been forever then you can you can trust that that is the schedule you can trust that that's what's going to happen uh so people typically don't like change because that throws off their predictability anyway so i digress um so the reason i, I kind of came to this was that this little particular page here says uh, is as a kindness kindness for selfish reasons still kindness um now one person answered uh kindness for selfish reasons is the only true kindness that there is it is difficult to accept the kindness reflecting the selfishness of the part of the kind person. It is easier to give than to receive. Kindness is an obligation or duty which is selfish to fulfill. This is the essential nature of kindness. It is no less good for being what it is. Uh, and I thought, man, what an eloquent freaking answer that was. Holy shit. Um, 
And somebody else answered, kindness for selfish reasons, e example, uh, enlightened self-interest or arranging publicity when making a charitable contribution is still kindness. And they also put at the end, it just doesn't score any extra bonus points in heaven. Now, I don't know anything about that, nor do I believe anything about that, but again, I think that is that is important. So I agree with that. You know, I think I think even if you do it because you feel a sense of duty to do it, it is still about you. Um, and I think this is where you have to realize, and I personally have to realize, when is it, because selfishness and self, being self-centered are very similar, um, but when is it when you're being over-self-indulgent, uh, or when is it when you're just doing something nice? So in this case, if you're constantly, if, if you can be as selfish as you want, and this is where I'm trying to get myself to, because I'm trying to like, get over this little, this piercing blow that I've received, um, is... I wanted to think you can be as selfish as you want as long as the end game is, even if it's to make yourself feel good, if you're doing it to help other people anyway, then two people benefit. It is a symbiotic thing. They get something from you, you get something from the situation. Everybody wins and no one gets hurt. Like in that instance, I think it's okay to be self-centered and selfish and that, you know, because it's still helping someone even now for instance one where it might be a little bit uh, a little overboard I think would be like say if you do somebody a favor so that way they owe you later you know like while that's still kindness and you're still helping them if if your whole motivation was because ha that way like I have control of them now like if I help them with this one thing then they owe me one like then I can call them on a favor even if it doesn't exactly equal what I what I shared with them I think in a case like that uh, I think that balance tips a little bit more that you're kind of being more more douchey than you are helpful um, but again there might be people who disagree with me um, but in that case I could see where it'd be like man you're, you're kind of you're not really being a good person you're just kind of <laughs> you know you're manipulating them um, now if they just want to return the favor anyway if you help them and they say hey you know I remembered when you helped me um, you know move my uh, move my dressers from my old apartment to my new apartment you know I didn't have anybody that day and I really appreciated it I saw that you um, said something on Facebook that you were um, I don't know you know looking to clean up your yard uh, and you could use a couple extra hands I wanted to offer you know can I help you some people may feel a sense of duty, you know, again, and I think then, even though they feel like they have to repay you, um, or that not to say have to, but they would like to repay you, I think in that instance, that's still an act of kindness. It could be a little of a selfish act of kindness because you feel, again, a sense of duty to be like, hey, you know what, they put their neck out for me, they put their body out for me, they put their time out for me, I, 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 I want to do the same, I. So that's where you know, if you're saying I, I want to help them then it always has to be selfish to some degree, right? There's always some sort of self-centeredness in it. But I think it's the I think it's it's the emotional intent behind it. If you do something nice because you want leverage later, I think that is not something kind. I think that is manipulative. But if you do something nice, even if it's just because I want to feel good, like maybe you're having a bad day, like this other website I have open is called Mindful Minutes, uh, and it has 44 selfish acts of kindness on it. Uh, and they even talk about how practicing kindness can improve your health and reduce your stress and just make you feel good, make you feel happy. Um, and one one of the things says like you know even if you're having a bad day and you just want to focus on you for the day just to kind of build up your self-esteem, 
Even then, doing selfish acts of kindness for others, or sacks, as we like to call them now, uh, <laughs> is good for everybody. You know, even if your intent isn't like, oh, I, I want to do something nice just because I want to feel good. Okay, <laughs> whatever. You know, like, like if if for even just volunteering at a soup kitchen is one of the examples. If you're like, you know what, I'm just going to get out. I need to get out of the house. I'm going to go to the soup kitchen down the street. I'm just going to hang there for a little while just because I want to feel good for helping some people have food today. Okay, fine. That's still a good thing that you're doing because those people need the extra hands. I'm sure that the people that are getting the food are grateful. Um, and, and you may end up just feeling good because you saw the interaction and you saw what you did. So even if that wasn't the complete intent when you went, you're going to be like, yeah, man, I'm glad I came here. I met good people. I helped good people. You know, like, I think... Uh, like, like right here, like one of them is offer to help someone move. Just like I was saying earlier, if you see people moving and you happen to have a free 20 minutes, offer to make a few trips. Cool. Leave nice comments on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or, or and Twitter, uh, even to strangers. I do that sometimes. <laughs> now, some people may be a little weird, like, you know, like, what do you want? Uh, especially if you don't talk to them all the time. But again, you don't have to explain yourself. Just be like, I just think to yourself, I'm trying to say something nice today. Um, and that's something that I, I realized that about me. This will be the final little uh, piece that I wanted to add to this was uh, something that I'm struggling with that the coach told me that I realized was probably more correct than incorrect. This is something that I took to heart as well. And maybe it's just a combination of all these things that's um, troubling me uh, is that he says that I tend to over explain why I'm doing something uh, or where it came from. He says, because that's also me being very self-centered. Um, now, I can see that to a degree, um, but I always felt that the reason that I explain everything that I'm doing is because I don't want anybody to wonder why I'm doing something. Now, in the case that I just said earlier, if you're just leaving a nice comment for somebody on a Facebook page, and ordinarily maybe you don't talk to them, and they're like, well, that's weird. Why, what do you, you never message me. You never comment. And, you know, you know, I don't think you necessarily have to, but if they approach you and say, hey, what was that about? Then you can say, well, you know what? I just felt like, you know, I just want to say something nice to you. We haven't talked in a while. I just want to say something nice uh, or do something nice because I was feeling down in the dumps. You know, I think it's okay to explain that. Um, now, in my case, I tend to try to get in front of it. And I'm trying to be a little bit more because sometimes maybe people don't care <laughs> why. Uh, they just You just do it and they're just like, okay. So, you know, sometimes I may say, like, for instance, like this guy, uh, you know, trying to get him extra business. Like this guy was having issues with at work. Uh, one of the things I brought up with the coach with, with this guy was, you know, what if uh, I did, um, if I got him another client this week uh, and I just said, hey, you know, I know we've been having troubles and I just wanted you to know that, you know, I, I want things to work out with us and I want us to have a good work relationship. Uh, and to, to show you that I'm serious, I wanted to uh, offer if I could get so-and-so to work with you for, for whatever. Um, and uh, hopefully you guys will build a relationship and this person will be a new client for you. Uh, and uh, because I know that you'll work really well with them and, uh, you know, I'd be, you know, and, and anyway, I don't want to get too far into it. But the coach said the fact that I felt like I had to explain all that much made it seem like I just want to talk about myself the whole time to this client, not the client, but to this other coworker. And I can see that to a degree. Like, you know, I realize that in that whole explanation, I said I a lot. Um. Uh, and uh, I talked mostly about what I wanted to do and where I was. So I can see how that can be detrimental or how one could take that as a bad thing. 
because he said the the co-worker could also think oh well, he thinks he's better than me so he wants to he thinks that i need his help so he's being arrogant he's being an ass um yeah i guess you're right i guess somebody could think that but now that's really making me doubt if i the only thing i'm taking from that is do i do i say what i'm doing and then leave out the explanation until somebody asks or do I continue to get in front of it? Because part of me feels like it's who I am is to get in front of it. I explain because I don't want people to wonder about what I'm doing. I don't want people to misinterpret why I'm doing something. Um, because it happens. I think if your intentions aren't made clear, then people have room to wonder and to make errors. Um, but I guess on the flip side of that is if I continue to share and get in front of those things and there's more details for people to get askewed or to hear it correctly so I don't know but the thing that I have to come to terms with and I'm trying to come to grips with is no matter what one of those I decide to take whichever route I decide to do it's still self-centered I'm still thinking about me I'm still thinking about what I'm doing so either way I'm trying to do something nice I just have to decide if I'm going to explain why I'm doing something nice or if or don't explain it at all and just do it. And I think that, I guess it just depends on the situation. Um, I guess I'm trying to work through it while I'm recording this. It's like, what what do I do? Um, so I think I'm trying to situationally be a little bit more aware of like when I want to get in front of something more or, get in, or just say it and then just see what happens. Because I think there is some power to letting somebody come up with their own. Maybe there's a way to continue that conversation to see where they are as opposed to just saying it and leaving it. Um, so maybe there's more skill to that than I need to develop. But anyway, kind of the reason why I want to bring this all up is kind of bring it all back around. Is that conversation really spooked me for a minute? It really made me think, like, man, it, have I am I so selfish in everything nice that I do? Um, and uh, I know I bring up that I watch Letter Candy a lot, <laughs> but uh, you know the main character Wayne, you know, was uh, there was an episode where they were talking about you know doing nice things for publicity or doing nice things. They talked about, like, well, if you're going to do something nice, make sure you post about it because everybody needs to know that you're doing something nice. Now, in that case, I think, like, okay, well, do it because it makes you, you know, and actually Wayne says, he goes, no, you don't need to do it because you want people to tell you that you're nice for doing it. He says, you want to do it because it makes you feel good. And that is where I've always been. Do it because it makes you feel good and do it because it makes them feel good. Now, I don't need to do a random act of kindness and have somebody recording it and put it on Facebook because then I think that's like, that's extra self-centered. Because like, again, I know you're doing the act because it makes you feel good, but then you want the extra benefit of everybody else telling you that you're wonderful. Again, like, I'm not saying that that's bad, but I think for somebody like me, that's too much. That's just overdoing it. Um, so anyway, maybe maybe that's what I'll be at. I just Situationally, circumstantial. Just have to figure it out. All right. Whoop, going on 27, 28 minutes. I should probably wrap this bad boy up before this thing becomes an hour podcast. Uh, but anyway, thank you all for listening so much to that. Uh, honestly, I've been having some trouble with it, and it's been very cathartic just to get it out there and have somebody else hear it. So um, if you made it this far, as always, sincerely, I really do appreciate you and um, and your life and your soul. Thank you so much. Um, and as always and forever, I hope you're taking care of your mind and taking care of your heart, and most importantly, taking care of each other. High five somebody today. Just at random. Just put your hand up. See if somebody slaps it. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe say high five first. So we don't think you're going to hit them. Anyway, take care of each other. And I'll see you guys soon. Take, take care. As I said again, take care. Take care. Just take care. I said, I don't know why I said it so many times. Be safe out there, friends. <laughs>